What is going on, Chiefs Kingdom? It is Friday. That is one day until kickoff. I hope you guys are all pumped up and ready. We're going to have a good show for you today. We're going to talk a little bit about the top 10 worst playoff losses for the Chiefs. We're going to take a look at Andrew Luck's outdoor record during the playoffs. We're going to take a look back at some of Patrick Mahomes' best plays. I'll give you an injury report for tomorrow's game. And we will take a look at what we need to do to break this curse. And last but not least, we'll take one last look at this weather, what it's going to look like tomorrow. Hopefully it's going to shape it up. So you guys take a quick listen to this ad, and I'll be right back. And we're going to have a good show today. I'm pumped up. It's a day until playoff time, Chiefs Kingdom. Let's get ready. Are you guys as pumped up and as ready for tomorrow as I am? You know, I woke up at 6 o'clock this morning. 6 o'clock. That's pretty early, but I know I'm not the only Chiefs fan to wake up that early today because you guys have to be as pumped up as I am. So I woke up this morning, and the first thing I see on the news, right, imagine that, is they're talking playoff losses in 25 years. So I had to wake up, and I had to look at those playoff losses, right? So I found a good article, if you guys want to go check it out. It is on the Chiefs Wire. So chiefswire.usatoday.com. Right, and we're gonna we're gonna look at this, and you guys leave comments. You guys know my email, so you guys can go holler at me over there. But let's start this thing off. So number ten, they have the nineteen ninety three ninety four AFC Championship game. The Bills won that game thirty to thirteen. It says here. The Chiefs had finally acquired the missing piece of their team to pair with their dominant defense to get the Super Bowl, get to the Super Bowl. Quarterback Joe Montana and the Chiefs had a solid 11-5 regular season that included a 23-7 victory over the Bills in Arrowhead. After a thrilling home victory over the Pittsburgh Steelers in the wild card round and a dominant victory over the Houston Oilers in the divisional round, KC was confident and on a roll. The game spiraled out of control early with Montana getting hurt and Coach Marty Schottenheimer puzzling, not using the greatest linebacker of all time, Derek Thomas. This loss hurt because they were one step away from the Super Bowl, but the Chiefs were never really in this game. Now, I don't remember that game because I was too young. I do remember all the highlights of Joe Montana coming back in that first playoff game and winning at home. I do know that's the last time that we've ever won a home playoff game. I think that, that was, what year was it? Yeah, so that was 91. I want to say 95 was the last time that we won. I could be wrong. You guys can go fact check me on that. I was young back then. So, at number nine, they have the 1990 
1991 wild card round with the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins took that game 17 to 16. It says this was Schottenheimer's playoff debut with the Chiefs, and it would be a sign of things to come. KC finished the regular season at 11 and 5 and visited the 12 and 4 Dolphins in the wild card round. The Chiefs entered the fourth quarter with a 16 to 3 lead and should have been able to put the game away with running backs Barry Ward and Christian Okoya. Ooh, the Nigerian nightmare, huh? But Miami scored 14 unanswered points for the win. Former Chiefs kicker Nick Lowry missed a 52-yard field goal that would have given KC the win. Oh, man. Another field goal, huh? You guys having those Lynn Elliott flashbacks? You know that game's going to be on here. Come on, guys. That's one thing I don't want to look forward to this weekend. I hope that it is not a kicking game. But kick, butt kicker, as we should say, field goal misser, hasn't been doing too good. He's not clutch. Not at all. Why Santos, why we let him go, I have no idea because he's over there kicking balls through the uprights like you're supposed to do and not hit them like the Bears know all so well, right? Moving on, number eight is the 1971 divisional round when the Dolphins 27, the Chiefs 24. The Dolphins strike the Chiefs again, this time on Christmas Day in the longest game ever played. Kansas City jumped out to an early 10-0 lead, but Miami stormed back and forced overtime after a scoreless first overtime period. The Dolphins hit a 37-yard hit a field goal in double overtime to win. So right now we have a couple missed field goals, but as you can tell, the story is kind of unfolding the same in all these. We have a lead. We lose the lead. Ain't that our problem? We get that big lead. I guess we get comfortable. I guess we've done it now for 25 years, I want to say. You guys think that's right? Where we where we get that lead and I guess we go party in the locker room and we forget the game's not over and we go out there and kind of melt down. That's the kind of, I guess that's kind of a trend here, huh? Number seven, I know all you guys... 2015-16 divisional round, New England Patriots 27, Chiefs 20. The Chiefs went into New England a confident bunch. Winners of their last 11 games and coming off their first playoff win in 22 years. They beat the Patriots in convincing fashion the season prior, which boosted their confidence even more. Unfortunately, KC suffered a lot of injuries to key players in this game and just couldn't quite hang with New England. Coach Andy Reid was under scrutiny for how he managed the clock at the Chiefs' final drive, which took nine minutes and seven seconds before finally getting into the end zone with just 1.13 left. Kansas City couldn't recover an onside kick ending the season. You guys remember that one. Remember, the year before is when we benched him. He got benched at Arrowhead. So we had all that confidence going in there. And then we talked about this yesterday, Andy Reid's game management. That's something that doesn't need to come into play. You, you think that 
after all the times he's done it in Green Bay and uh, Philadelphia and now Kansas City for quite some time, you know, he would, you would think that he would learn just to go win the damn game. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 nobody's going to be mad at you for running up the score, Big Red. You got to go out there and do it. Number six, 2016-17 divisional round, Pittsburgh Steelers 18, Chiefs 16. In week six of the 2016 season, the Steelers flattened the Chiefs in Pittsburgh 43-14. Afterwards, KC finished the season strong by only losing two more games and securing the number two seat in the playoffs. The Steelers didn't look as strong as they did earlier in the season, and this time they were coming to Arrowhead. The Chiefs had a great opening drive and jumped out to a 7-3 lead. Unfortunately, they wouldn't score another touchdown until their final drive. They attempted a two-point conversion to tie the game and converted, but a questionable holding penalty on left tackle Eric Fisher negated it, and they couldn't convert. The Kansas City defense held the explosive Pittsburgh offense to all field goals in the night, not being able to get to 19 points at home against a subpar defense was extremely disappointing. So again, I mean, you hold a team to field goals, what's the problem? Can't score. You know that, but if you're looking at all this, right? You can actually get mad at me and say, well, Jeff, that was Alex Smith. I know that Alex Smith and Andy Reid were not a good combination because both of them were not. Let me tell you this. Patrick Mahomes has the ball with two minutes left. I'm cool with it. Alex Smith had the ball with two minutes left. (laughs) I knew we weren't going to win. Sorry, guys, but you guys know that that, that that's just how it was. Alex could get you there, but he couldn't win. And then in the mix of that, you had Andy Reid who could get you there, but also couldn't win. Not a good combination. So, Andy, once again, I hope you let Pat do his damn thing. We all do. Number five, 2003-2004 divisional round, <laughs> Indianapolis Colts 38, Chiefs 31. This would be labeled the no-punt game. After neither team attempted a punt for the whole contest, the Colts got in front quickly by scoring a score of 21 to 10. And although the Chiefs would stay within striking distance, they couldn't quite catch up with the Colts. Each team had a number of long clock dra- draining drives. KC would pull within seven with 422 to go, but the defense couldn't get the ball back for its offense. The Chiefs had a legendary offense and posted the second-best record in the NFL that year behind the Patriots. This was just one of many postseason losses to the Colts. There it goes again, the Colts, huh? Damn Colts. Seems like they're always around, huh? I just That's another thing that makes me sick is like when you look at this and you're reading – you're like, okay, okay, but why all of these the Colts? I mean, we're going to move on to number four, and once again, it's the Colts. Or this one's going to be the Titans. Oh, I know you guys remember this one last year, right? I know I do. Boy, I'd like to forget about this one. This is where the list starts to really get bad, guys. The Chiefs were coming off a season where they were just the second team in the NFL history 
to have a 4,000-yard passer, a 1,000-yard rusher, a 1,000-yard receiver, and a 1,000-yard tight end. They took on the Titans team that was 23rd in total offense led by QB Marcus Mariota, who had more interceptions than touchdowns in the season. (laughs) Imagine that, right? That's our luck. Kansas City was absolutely dominant in the first half, jumping out to a 21-3 lead. Quarterback Alex Smith was carving up the Titans secondary, and the Chiefs' defense was smothering the Tennessee offense. The Titans started the second half with a nice touchdown drive, and the Chiefs' offense just couldn't get anything going in the second half. With the offense shutting down for the day, the Kansas City defense was worn out and surrendered 19 second-half points, completing the upset for Tennessee. See, again, you got the lead, you go eat your popcorn at halftime, you come back and you forget you had to play a game. I wonder whose fault that was. Hey, Andy, I'm going to say it one more time. Nobody cares if you run up the score. You won't hurt their feelings. Don't push the brake pedal tomorrow. We're begging you, dude. If you're up by 21, keep fucking passing the ball, man. We don't need to run it. We need about 100 points so that all the fans in Arrowhead can be relaxed. Don't push the brake pedal, bro. Every time you've done it, it hasn't worked out well for you. Number three is the 1997-98 divisional round. Denver Broncos 14, Chiefs 10. Nothing like losing to one of your biggest foes at home in the playoffs. The Chiefs posted the best record in the AFC in the 1997 season and had one of the best defenses in franchise history. The big story here was Coach Schottenheimer's controversial decision to go back to quarterback Elvis Gerback despite the offense thriving under quarterback Rich Gannon. This was a low-scoring defense game as to be expected with KC. Taking a 10-7 lead in the fourth quarter, the Broncos scored a late one-yard rushing touchdown that was set up by a 43-yard pass completion by quarterback John Elway on a crucial third-down situation. Kansas City moved the ball to the Denver 20 but couldn't get a score before time expired. Man, starting to see another trend, huh? Can't score, can't score, got the ball, can't score. Best offense, can't score. Best defense, can't stop them. I mean, you just can't win to win, huh? Number two, 2013-14 wild card, Colts 45, Chiefs 44. I'm sad to even talk about this one. You can call this game a lot of things, humiliating, gut-wrenching, demoralizing, and stunning come to mind. The Chiefs came out guns blazing in the game, scoring on each of their first five possessions. Smith had one of the best days of his career, and the Chiefs' defense forced four turnovers with 13.45 left to go in the third quarter. KC led 38-10. So how in the world did the Chiefs blow this? Well, there's a lot of reasons. The defense completely collapsed. The offense left, let their foot off the gas. There we go with that one. 
suffered multiple injuries, and QB Andrew Luck recovered a fumble that just happened to bounce right into the hands, and he just happened to have a clear path to the end zone. Kind of like that Mariota touchdown to himself, right, that we just talked about. You can't make this stuff up. A pick six and two field goals by the Chiefs weren't enough to keep the Colts from charging back in the second half. The Chiefs did have a chance to win the game in their final drive, but an incomplete pass down the sideline to receiver Dwayne Bowe on the fourth down ended this unbelievable game. I will never forget this game. I was sitting there, and we were destroying them, right? And I remember social media blowing up, all the Chiefs fans. And I remember one of my buddies said on there, all you Chiefs fans, we need to settle down. You know, anything can happen with us. I commented, Haha, that's funny. This game's over. Halftime came. They came back on the field. And I remember watching our guys drop like flies. Every other play, somebody was getting hurt. Somebody, it just, every time they touched the ball, they were scoring. I watched the score go down and down and get closer and closer and closer. And as the Colts took that lead, I think it was the first time in my life where I got sick and had to go to the bathroom and throw up over a football game. That's what it did to my emotions. The first time tears ever rolled down my face. When I was watching a football game, I had never been so hurt and I never want to feel that again. That's why I'm hoping we can break this curse tomorrow. So here we go, guys. Drum roll number one, 95-96 divisional round, Colts 10, Chiefs 7. What puts this game over the 2013-14 loss is the Chiefs had a legitimate shot at winning the Super Bowl in 1995-96, and it was at home. They had the best record in the NFL that year and were heavy favorites over the Colts. The Chiefs' defense came to play as expected, but the offense could only muster seven points. Of course, it should have been 16 points. The infamous former Chiefs kicker, Lynn Elliott, missed three field goals in this game from 35, 39, and 42 yards. Two of those three misses were in the fourth quarter. Now, sure, KC offense could have punched the ball in for one more touchdown, but each of those missed field goals were from makeable distance. The Colts won that game 10 to seven I remember this game I was a kid I remember my dad getting upset but I remember the ride to school the next day and I remember everybody was making jokes on the radio and I think it went something like this hey did you guys hear the about Lynn Elliott heard he tried to hang himself but he couldn't kick the chair out from underneath him now that was a good one so that right there was your top 10 worst Playoff losses by the Chiefs. You see the trend. It's either we can't score, we can't stop them, we were ahead at halftime, couldn't do nothing when we came out, missed field goals. It just seems that nothing could come right. So, Patrick, all you guys, go out there and break the curse. I want this to be the number one Chiefs win, right? 
come on, the Cubs broke the curse. Boston Red Sox broke the curse. The Royals got a World Series. Don't you guys think it's time for the Chiefs? I do. At least that's what I'm hoping for. So let's jump on up. Tomorrow I'm going to talk about no. So let's keep it moving forward. I'm going to talk about what one more time what we don't need to do and what we need to do. So let's move on to that, guys. I hope you guys are enjoying the show. As always, like I say, you can email me at jeffowens21 at yahoo.com. You can find me at Twitter at jjowens25. And you can find me on Facebook on the Chiefs Kingdom page. Or you can go to Tomahawk Talk. Tomahawk Talk, guys. It's the newest show out there we're going to take over in 2019. I hope you guys are ready. But let's move on. So now we're going to take a look at Andrew Luck in the playoffs. What has he done? He's four and three. Not too great, huh? One and three, though, in outside games. That's right, guys. The only playoff game that he's won was with the comeback in Arrowhead. Womp, womp. I know you guys are ready to come back from that one, huh? I know I am. But like we talked about, the weather will be a factor in this game, I believe. And I think the factor is going to lean towards the Kansas City Chiefs as opposed to the Colts. They're a dome team. Dome teams do not perform well when they are not playing at home. They don't play outside games. And when it's under 30 degrees, Andrew Luck is zero for four in the playoffs. In the playoffs, he's zero for four when the game is outside and under 30 degrees. But as again, that damn curse, right? So who knows what's going to happen in this game. But Andrew Luck is, I mean, he's not a Tom Brady. Like I said this before, he's nothing to really be scared about. It's more, in this game, it's more about that running game. So if it snows, that is going to come into factor like we've talked about. They have two uh, good running backs. So look for that clock control. They know that to beat Alex, to beat Alex Smith, that was shitty. To beat Patrick Mahomes, you got to keep him off the field. And we all know that. All right, that's what the Chargers did. That's what the Seahawks did. You know, in a shootout, like I said yesterday, nine times out of ten, Patrick Mahomes is going to beat you. But you got to make it a shootout. Defense has to stop this run game. They have to step up. All the pressure in the world's on them. You know, they got all Kansas City. We've bashed the defense. If they lose this game, Bob Sutton's in the hot seat. I think it's time for him to go. If Andy Reid presses the brake pedal, nah, it's going to be a toss-up. I know we got to keep him around until that contract's over, but it's going to be one of those cases where it's just like, can Andy get it done? I hope he can. I want to get. I want him to get a Super Bowl more than any coach in the NFL, not just because he's our coach, but to solidify his Hall of Fame career. So once again, Andrew Luck in cold weather isn't good. So it's all about this defense. All you need is two or three stops. Get Pat the ball. Give the offense the ball. You know, Williams... Fourth string averages 9.7 yards a game, guys. So they can talk all that shit about him being a fourth string running back or this and that. Yes, losing Kareem Hunt hurts right now. This is the one time where you're wishing we had him. 
but it ain't going to kill us. What doesn't kill us only makes us stronger. I think this is the group of guys that can overcome all odds and in this season the right way. What do you guys think? So, like I said, cold game, outside, odds are against the Colts. You wouldn't know that if you were on social media because every Colts fan thinks they already won the Super Bowl. I mean, come on, guys. They got a flag that they raised at their stadium, a 1-0 and flag? What's it? Are you guys going to put a 1-1 one and one after you lose? I mean, who does that? That's almost getting conceited and cocky. Any team that's ever done that's lost. That's kind of like the Houston Astros and the governor tweeting out, good, good job, we're going to the... We're going to the next round, and the Royals come back and say, no, that ain't how it's going to work. Go, bye-bye. No, So I think that's a premature celebration right there. 1-0 and o flag? Come on, guys. Nobody does that. You raise a championship banner, not a 1-0 and o one. You want a first, you want a wild card game? So let's raise a flag, guys. Holy cow, they got, fla- they got flags. They're raising flags. You better be scared, kingdom. We got flags, too. One game, AFC Championship. Win that, we're in the Super Bowl. That's the great thing about having that number one seed is you only need to win two games to get there. Two games. Two and oh. That's all you need. And I'm pretty sure we got the team that can do it. So let's get out there, and I'm going to say it one more time. Hashtag break the curse. Put that on all your social media sites. It's time to break the curse. It's time to go get us a championship. Let's go look at some of my home's best plays. Let's go take a look at that. Let's get some good news going, some good vibes. But you guys hang on here. Let's get into this. Best plays, guys. Best plays. Patrick Mahomes. All right, guys. So it's time for a soundbite. We're going to take a look back at some of the best plays this season. It's time for some positivity. So let's take a listen and recount what an awesome, great, terrific season we've had so far. Enjoy. And Spencer Ware in the backfield. Pressure now on Mahomes. He's in trouble. Now gets it away. Are you kidding me? This is a man on the drag. Here comes Bob Miller. Oh, how did he pull that off? He got it to Hill, and they've got a first down. Joe, are you kidding me? Wow. I mean, this guy is incredible. You know, there's many years ago they talked about Montana magic in Kansas City. Look at this guy. Bob Miller on his heels. He throws it left-handed. Any way possible. He puts it in his second and five. Mahomes, he's got a strong arm. He's going to air it out down the field. Has Hill. Hill with the catch and the touchdown. 69 yards. Mm, That's that spark. There is a flat. You see linebacker Brandon Marshall is on. Mahomes. He's going to try to get there on his own, and he does so with ease. Showtime. Drew Kayser punting. The dangerous Tyree Kill backpedaling. Handles the sun. Hill 
Finds an opening. Tyreek Hill to the outside. Hill, blazing speed. Tyreek Hill electrifying. 91 yards for the touchdown. Dazzling talent. On to how far carried himself. Then he started studying Rodgers and Brady. Mahomes, plenty of time. Showing off the arm. Oh, acrobatic grab. Tyreek Hill climbs the imaginary ladder. Him at 5'10. That's generous, but his hops are not. He is off the line as Kelsey went in motion. Mahomes looking. Mahomes fires. And a fastball handled by Hill. He gets away with it, throwing into a crowd a covered uh, receiver, Conley, by Jatavis Brown. What a snare. Just listening to that got me pumped up. I think I'm ready to go to the game now. Let me know in the comments, YouTube channel. I don't care what social media you follow me on. Leave me a comment and let me know what your favorite play of this season was. Personally, my one of my favorites had to be the switch hand that you heard when he threw the ball with his opposite hand. Not many people can do that. I think I was watching something the other day and they said, what, what, um, How's, what crazy way is Patrick Mahomes going to throw a touchdown this week? And they said he's going to throw it up off his head, headbutt at 30 yards and for a touchdown. I about died. Now, getting to that, Travis Kelsey said that Patrick Mahomes actually practices a behind-the-back pass. So we haven't seen that yet. So that's something to look forward to. So I hope those sound bites got you pumped up. We're going to keep the show moving we're going to go see what the injury report's looking like for tomorrow's game. Let you know who's hurt, who's playing for the Colts, and who's hurt, and who's playing for the Chiefs. Hopefully, we'll get some reports in soon. I'm hoping to see that Sammy Watkins is coming back. Eric Berry, we talked about it yesterday, will be out. No surprise. I'm not surprised. Like I said, it's time for him to move on. But I talked about that yesterday, so I'm not going to repeat myself. So we're going to go ahead and move forward to that injury report. You guys keep it kicking, and thanks for listening. The show's getting better, and you can tell the quality's going up. And so all the listeners, if you're a new subscriber or whatever, leave me a comment. Let me know. You can check me out on YouTube at Jeff TV. Just type in Jeff TV and Chiefs. I'll pop right up. Tomahawk Talk page, Chiefs Kingdom page, Twitter at JJ Owens 25 And as always, my email is open if you have any questions about anything. If you want to get on the podcast, anything you want to talk about, shoot me a message, jeffowens21 at yahoo.com, and we'll make time. Like I said, I'm going to do some interviews and stuff, start doing that after the off season, so we got some stuff to keep the show moving, and we don't have to wait until next season to get excited. I want to keep you guys excited until kickoff next preseason, but hopefully, we're going to be doing these shows until the Super Bowl, right, guys? Right? Hashtag break that curse. All right, moving on to the injury reports. All right, guys, as I promised you, the final injury report is final in. For the Chiefs, you have Dorian O'Daniel, Eric Berry, Spencer Ware, Sammy Watkins, Xavier Williams, Kendall Fuller, Tyreek Hill, Jordan Lucas, Derek Nidal, Reggie England, 
and Servatius Ward on the Chiefs. So, Eric Berry is questionable. Sammy Watkins is questionable. Dorian O'Daniel is the only one that is doubtful at this point. I don't expect Eric Berry to play, as we all don't. So, don't get your hopes up for that one. We do need Sammy Watkins. I think he'll step up and uh, go ahead and play. He's been resting, so he didn't re-injure himself. So, it is looking good for him. At least that's what I saw this morning. Moving on to the Colts, you have Danico Ottery, Eric Ebron, Clayton Gathers, Ryan Grant, Ty Hilton, Malik Hooker, Dontel Inman, Tyquan Ty Lewis, Jabal Shedd, Darius Leonard, J.J. Wilder, and Anthony Castinzo. Jesus, name your kids some normal names, people. Questionable is going to be Danico Autry, and out is going to be Ryan Grant. That was the hardest names I've ever said. I don't understand the whole name concept in this decade. I mean, you got to name your kid the hardest names to say and spell. Jesus, come on, guys. Just name your kid Brian or Mike or something like that. Enough with all these bullshit names. But that was the injury report. That is a final injury report, actually. It just came out this morning. So everything's looking good for the Chiefs except for Eric Berry. But we already knew that would happen. The Colts actually have a lot more players that are doubt, doubtful or questionable. So we'll find those out Saturday before, right before game time. But like I said, this is your actual final injury report that came out this morning. So that heel one with the ankle... I don't know what that's about, his foot. So that's a little scary, but hopefully with Sammy Watkins, he can do his thing. But that was your injury report, so hold on tight, guys. We'll find out tomorrow who's going to play out of that questionable list. Like I said, Eric Berry, don't count on him. All right, guys, that was pretty much it. We're going to talk about this real quick, get into this. What we need to do to win, we need to put the ball in Patrick Mahomes' hands. Defense needs to step up. Andy Reid needs not to time manage. Matter of fact, take your headset off, please. We do not need you. Let B enemy do his damn thing. Andy, step aside and let the Chiefs play. If all that comes together, if defense can make those two or three stops, step up huge. Patrick Mahomes can score, at least on two-thirds of the time he's got the ball if our running game's good if our run defense is good this game's in the back like i said andy reed step aside do not wear a headset this game it's cool we'll understand let the enemy call the plays you just back up matter of fact you stay in the locker room and we'll be all right we don't need none of that gas pedal shit not this year tired of it every time you put your foot on the gas pedal we've lost it's time to run that bitch into the wall. We're ready to wreck. No brakes. No brake pedals, baby. The car will eventually stop. Let us wreck into the wall. At least if we have a meltdown, it'll be our fault, and we won't be talking game management, right? So those are the keys to the game. Defense needs to come up with a few stops. Patrick Mahomes needs to not turn the ball over like he has in his other big games. Five turnovers against the Patriots, four against... The Rams. So as long as as long as Patrick Mahomes settles down, which I understand it's going to be difficult to when the game starts, seeing this is his first playoff, but 
hey, you got to learn fast, young buck. You threw 50, so I got you throwing 10 and taking us to the Super Bowl. Why not? So Chiefs Kingdom, get ready. It's going to be a fun game. I'm going to give you the weather report. As always, thank you for listening. You guys have a good day. If you're at the game, shoot me an email, jeffowens21 at yahoo.com. Let me know that you're going to be at the game. Maybe we can meet up. Lot D, if you guys want to be in a video, go to Lot D. The Lot D boys are going to be dressed up, and they are going to be making a video talking about the Chiefs tailgating. Also going to be doing some other fun stuff. So if you want to be in that video, head to Lot D and tell them Jeff TV sent you. But moving on to that weather report, you guys have a good day, man, after this weather report. And I'm going to do something special, actually. If you go take a look, at the same time I'm going to drop this, I'm going to drop an actual um, tailgating mix. It's not specifically for tailgating, whether you're in your car or whatever. It's that pump-up jam. So make sure you go check that out. Share it with your friends as always. Tell everybody that this is the best new podcast in Kansas City. Trying to do big things and we can't do it without you guys. So keep on listening. Like I said, that other podcast will be right below this one. So if you click on that and go listen to them songs, I guarantee you you will get pumped up. But let's move on to the weather. You guys have a good day. Stay up. Break the curse, as always. Hashtag break the curse, guys. So the weather is actually calling for two to four inches here. And towards St. Louis, it's going to be about six to 12. I guess it's going to be one of the worst snowstorms in their history. I don't know what to say about this because, as all you people in Kansas City know, they can tell us that it's going to snow and then it be 60 degrees and sunny. They can tell us it's not, it's not going to turn to snow. And then we get 15 inches. You guys know that our um, weather is kind of day-to-day. You know what they say about Kansas. If you don't like the weather, just wait 15 minutes and it will change. I'm kind of nervous about this, about the weather in a sense of if it turns a game to a running game. Who does, who does it affect more? Does it affect the Chiefs in the sense that they'll have to run the ball and Patrick Mahomes can't throw? But then again, Andrew Luck isn't too good when he's not playing in the dome. So it's like, it's kind of a toss up really when you think about this in the sense of, you know that if it's going to be wet, snowy, you know for a fact that it's going to be a run game, which is kind of nerve wracking, right? Especially with our defense. Because you know our defense will be forced to stop and we can't be too confident in that one, right? I think we can all agree on that one. Our defense hasn't gave us that much to where we can kind of lay back and be confident, right? You got everything that we talked about earlier, and then you got the weather. It's just like, man, can we get a break here? I got so excited when I bought the tickets. I looked at the weather, and it was going to be 50. So I thought, hell yeah, January game, it's going to be 50. It's going to be nice. And then as the week went by, it just kind of went downhill and more downhill. And then I looked at my app, and I'm like, oh, man. I don't like that. I was counting on no factors. Patrick Mahomes throwing five touchdowns. And now we're talking snow. 
And I'm like, man, does this look good for us? What do you guys think? Tell me what you guys think. As always, you can email me at jeffowens21.com. You can find me on Twitter at jjowens25. Chiefs Kingdom on Facebook and Tomahawk Talk. Go over there and check out the Tomahawk Talk page. Marco, Michael, and Aaron, shout out to you guys. Hope you guys get tickets for tomorrow's game. Excited to see you guys. So let me know what you guys think. Are you guys going to the game? What do you think about the weather? Do you think it's going to be like they say, or do you think it's going to be sunny when we wake up? Who knows? Who knows? I know I. all I care about is a win. I don't care if I get stuck at Arrowhead. I'll spend the night there if we win. If not, I will start the world's biggest snowball fight. You guys will see me on TV, and it will be you, you guys will relive the Eagles game. You guys remember the Eagles game when they threw uh, snowballs at Santa? Yeah, that would be me. <laughs> uh, except my snowballs will be directed at the Indianapolis Colts. I don't think that my heart, I don't think the fan base, I don't think the city can take another playoff loss. You know, I, I've talked about the Royals a lot. I want to go beat their parade. I want to show everybody that this is a football town and that I know what I'm talking about. Right? So, Chiefs Kingdom, when you get there, do me one favor. Don't wait to make noise. Make noise in the huddle. You don't need to make noise when they line up. It's pointless. We need to be as loud as we can. Chiefs fans, they're going to need our help tomorrow. Be in your seats. Be there by time kickoff. Put your beer down. Go inside. It's a playoff game. Patrick Mahomes is handing out head handbands, headbands, <laughs> handbands, headbands to get you in those seats early. So even the Chiefs fans are asking you, please, please don't stay in the parking lot until the second quarter drinking your beer and alcohol. Go in, sit down. They need the noise from the jump. We want to hear that tomahawk t- chop loud, loud, and ready by the time we kick off. I love you guys. Stay tuned. Go Chiefs. I'll be back Monday, hopefully with some good news, a good show. Thank you guys for listening. As always, if you want to go donate, you hit that subscription button on whatever podcast you're listening to me on. iTunes, I'm everywhere. iTunes, Google, Anchor FM. Just go find me. Share me. Tell your friends. So let's go get it, Chiefs Kingdom. Be loud, be proud, and let's go get a playoff game. We love you, Pat. We love you, Mr. Mahomes. Go do your thing. You guys have a great weekend, and go Chiefs. And like I said, hopefully we come back Monday with a great, great news show. Love you guys.